Required minimum distributions. This pros and cons list you'll want to check twice. Welcome to the show and thanks for tuning in. This is Sky Blue Wealth Weekly and I'm your host, Eric Powers, owner of Sky Blue Wealth. Since 2008, I'm a certified financial planner and an enrolled agent, which is a certification related to tax practice. This is a podcast where you can learn tactics for earning and saving money so that you can invest in the kind of retirement that you and your partner deserve. So please hit that follow button so that you can get subscribed for free. You'll be joining our regular listeners. Plus, subscribing helps us more than you know. Thank you in advance. What's on tap today? We'll break down all the pros and cons of taking IRA required minimum distributions, monthly, quarterly, or annually. Plus, we'll cover some other popular questions about RMDs along with nuances that could save you money and help you avoid withdrawal mistakes because you didn't know these obscure rules. Will there be any IRS jargon in this podcast? Nope. I'll be quoting some official statements from IRS.gov, but paraphrasing to avoid all the dizziness. So here are the basics before we get to the pros and cons of timing distributions. If you have an IRA or 401k, you will be forced to make withdrawals eventually. You can't keep it in there forever, even if you don't need a dime of it. And what's the reason? Well, it's because the IRS wants their piece and they only can get that once you make the withdrawal. So what happens if you don't make the withdrawal though? Well, the IRS will penalize you. The penalty used to be 50% before Secure 2.0 Act passed but now it's 25. Make no mistake, that's still a hefty price to pay. Now that percentage can be reduced to 10% if you correct your mistake within two years. All you gotta do is fill out an IRS form, which is super fun, right? No, it's not. So please be sure that you don't miss the deadline for these RMDs, which is December 31st, except for the first year of your required distribution. During that first year, the deadline is April 1st. After that, you can wait until the end of the year for the rest of your life if you want. The age that this starts, well, at 72, or in case you turn 72 after December 31st of 22, then these RMDs must start when you turn 73 years old. And for some, it's actually 74 years old. It's all based upon part of the rules that have pushed back RMDs a little bit further due to the Secure 2.0 Act. You know how much I like Roth IRAs, right? Well, we've talked about it in many other episodes before. Another advantage of a Roth is that they do not fall under the RMD rules. You can leave money untouched in a Roth until you kick the proverbial bucket one day far into the future. However, your beneficiaries will be forced to take the RMDs on that Roth. They don't get the same privileges as the original plan owner. And last thing before I break down timing on these withdrawals, irs.gov lists the following retirement plans as those that are regulated for forcing minimum distributions. They include traditional IRAs, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, 401ks, 403Bs, 457 plans, and even profit sharing plans. Again, that's according to the official IRS website. Check your retirement plan documentation to see details on receiving distributions if you're still working past age 72 or 73. Get with human resources or let a trusted financial advisor look at your retirement plan documentation because as you can see, the devil's in the details and you don't wanna miss any deadlines. All right, as we start looking at monthly versus quarterly versus annual distributions, just note that your individual situation will determine which is best for you. There are lots of factors because you'll be taxed at your income tax rate on the amount of that RMD. So I can't stress how crucial it is 
to get a financial consultation long before you near the age of having to take mandatory withdrawals. My contact information is in the show description. If you don't have an advisor, schedule an appointment with me and we'll work to ensure that you're ready with a customized plan built around your needs and specific situation. Now, here are three positive benefits of taking RMDs annually. You get it out of the way all at once each year. No worrying about it month to month or even three months. Yet, I wouldn't wait until the very last day of the year since life could happen and you may end up missing that deadline. Oops is not a good excuse when it comes to Uncle Sam. Another pro is that you get the chance for more growth by leaving the money in the IRA for the entire year. One more positive is the opportunity to reinvest this withdrawal. An example could be finding a deal on a piece of real estate that may be coming available. You could purchase it since you were going to have to take the IRA withdrawal anyways, right? And of course, you could invest it in other financial vehicles too. Remember, with annual withdrawals, you can take the distribution at any time during the year after the first year's April 1st obligation. Afterwards, it doesn't have to be at the end of the year. It's your choice. Well, what about the cons to annual distribution? If you need the money for monthly expenses, if that's the budgeting you had in mind with the IRA eventually anyways, then once per year withdrawals could make budgeting a challenge. Also a downside is that you could forget a deadline and face those 25% penalties that nobody wants. It's impossible to forget, you say, right? A lot can happen over a year's time and we just never know. Health issues on your mind or family health problems. Heck, worst case scenario, your adult son may have to come back and live with you. Major distraction, right? And lastly, your money could be spent rather quickly since it's a larger amount. Sure, the most disciplined couples can manage a larger payout just as well as one that's split up into 12 months for them. But not everyone is that disciplined. So just be aware of that potential downside with the annual withdrawals of RMDs. Okay, now moving on to the pros of monthly and quarterly withdrawals. Oh, by the way, according to IRS documents, paraphrase like I said, the penalty for missing the deadline can in fact be waived. But do you want to roll the dice on that and fill out yet another government form plus attach a letter of explanation about your, quote, reasonable explanation for the error, end quote? You wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy, I bet. Anyway, here are the most positive aspects of smaller withdrawals each month or each quarter. Number one is cash flow will be more consistent and it's easier to prepare your household budget around it. Plus, if you're having to pay quarterly estimated income taxes, you can just schedule those payments in relation to the regular minimum distributions. Many people find this is a much simpler approach. Lastly, it's likely that your IRA plan manager can set up automatic tax deductions from your monthly or quarterly RMDs. What about the downsides? Well, let's say you took monthly distributions all the way to August and that amount totaled, let's say $28,000. That is nearly $30,000 and did not make any gain in the market over that seven month span. So the number one downside of monthly or quarterly withdrawals is reduced IRA growth when you could have left it in there until December if you had wanted. Another con is unlikely but not impossible. A mathematical error that results in not taking the correct amount in RMDs and ending up penalized for it despite making the efforts to stay within the guidelines. Now with a certified financial planner, you can take this worry off your plate but when you handle these RMDs yourself and try to follow the IRS jargonated rules, it's easy to see how miscalculations happen. Again, your individual situation is certainly going to come into play here. Consider these factors off the top of my head. Age of your spouse, their health and yours, market conditions, major purchases planned like a second home or maybe even selling a home to downsize. There are just lots of things to consider, so you want to look at this from multiple angles. You don't want to lose money by taking it out of retirement accounts too early in the year for some cases. 
And in other cases, you don't want to leave it in too long when other investment opportunities could be more promising or your budget is getting tight for some reason. By the way, 84% of retirees who reached RMD age were limiting their retirement account withdrawals to the minimums. This comes from a JP Morgan study. That number is regardless of whether they withdrew monthly, quarterly, or annually. And in many cases, the minimum isn't enough to really cover day-to-day -day expenses, according to a related CNBC report. See, the law regulates the minimum to withdrawal, but retirees can withdraw more if they choose to. It kind of depends on if they want to leave the money to their kids from those IRA accounts, or they plan on using those funds up completely. The CNBC report stated that many retirees were not utilizing funds they could have made better use of in earlier stages of their retirement. Do note though, that taking out more than the minimum this year does not alter the minimum requirement for the next year or future years. Again, this is paraphrasing from the IRS. So to recap, there are pros and cons to how you handle your IRA required distributions. And all those we covered are impacted by your personal situation. If you've been on this planet long enough, you know how situations can change from month to month or by this afternoon. Regardless, a good plan will help you to make better informed decisions that protect your savings that you've worked so hard to earn and keep all of these years. No matter what though, you can pat yourself on the back that you're in a position that you're thinking about the IRS rules on your RMDs. It can get complicated, but remember, you've done well saving and investing. And these are the rules of the game once you reach a certain point of life. If I can answer any questions for you on this topic or anything related to your financial planning, please do find my contact information in the show description and schedule a quick call. With that, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day and thanks for listening to Sky Blue Wealth Weekly. Talk to you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.